Agencies have about a month to finalize their discretionary budget requests for fiscal 2024. While the focus areas run the gamut of the Biden administration's management priorities from equity and diversity to customer experience to the federal workforce, the biggest push for 2024 is around evidence-based decision-making. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, executive editor Jason Miller writes about why OMB is telling agencies to do more to build up their skill sets and capabilities to use evidence to drive decisions. And Jason joins me now to discuss. Hey there, Jason. Hey, Jared. So this this focus on evidence-based decision-making, is it new? We've been hearing about this in government for years now. What, what exactly is OMB asking agencies to do in, in this year's guidance? You're right. This dates back actually to 1993 when the Government Performance and Results Act, or GPRA, was actually passed by Congress. We've seen a host of other bills that come through the Congress and get signed into law, including most recently the, the January 2019 law, the Evidence-Based Policymaking Act of 2018. That is tied to the data strategy. All of this is trying to build up this muscle, if you will, for evidence-based decision-making. And in fact, agencies have to really take the data strategy, tie it to a strategic plan to create this evidence-building effort through fiscal 2026. But we're talking today, Jared, about the 2024 budget, and that budget really is, is focusing on justifying where you're going to spend your money, uh, look, for, look for funding gaps based on that evidence-based policymaking. And then when, you submit, when agencies submit their budget as of uh, September 12th, for their 2024 requests, that's when that, that all should start to come together. What's interesting about this budget guidance that we got a hold of, uh, uh, you know, that's not public, is how much time they're spending on saying we need more data, we need better data, we need data that make, makes sense, and that's driving agencies toward a goal, not just use data as best as possible, but actually drive toward a goal. Yeah, so how much, you know, in, in the way of specifics, how much there is there in this guidance? From my perspective, I think there's a lot of there there. And, and the reason why is they actually included an appendix that's all about agency evidence submission. For instance, there's three specific requirements they have. The first one is around selecting up to five agency high priority proposals to further develop the capacity to use evidence, evaluation, statistics, performance, and other analysis. So that's one. They have a second section uh, within there about evaluation projects. Again, identify up to three highest priority proposals to carry out program evaluations. Uh, again, they list uh, under each one three things that it should include. Uh, for example, under evaluation of, pro of programs, Jared, they talk about uh, money needed. They talk about the justification for this area, how it aligns with your learning agenda and, and, and things of that nature. And then the third area under this appendix is all about the learning agenda and OMB fully admits, hey, we know you're still in the early stages of the learning agenda. A lot of agencies just put it out earlier in 2022, but you should think about how to update it year after year, how to kind of, uh, what milestones and major advancements do you have and what data are you using to drive that learning agenda? So there's actually a lot here that maybe we haven't seen in the past or kind of tags back to some of these other priorities that we've seen over the last, again, not just year or two, but 30 years around using data to drive better decisions. And remind us where we are in the process here. If I'm remembering how this works right, basically agencies will make their submissions to OMB and, and they'll get a chance to have OMB review them. And as part of the passback process, OMB will be able to say, yes, as you've answered the mail here, this is what we're looking for or not. You're absolutely right. September 12th is the big date when these budget proposals are due to OMB. OMB will then will take between September 12th and usually right around Thanksgiving to meet with agencies, analyze the requests, uh, you know, cross things out, add things up, 
uh, change the numbers. And then the budget pass back is basically the 95% there mark. And that's when OMB tells agencies not just what their budget will look like for 2024 requests, but also any changes they made and any other policy changes they want for 2023 and beyond. Agencies still do have that opportunity to go back to OMB and say, well, we understand what you said in the past back, but here, let us make our case again for this program or this project or this initiative. But we are we are getting toward the end of the beginning of the uh, 2024 budget process. And in addition to that evidence section that we've been talking about, Jason, I, I'm, I'm fairly certain there are other interesting things you found in the guidance that you got a hold of. Um, what, what else grabbed your eye? It is an 18-page guidance, so there's plenty there. Uh, the one I'm going to highlight, and this is not surprising, is all about customer experience. There is some cybersecurity and some IT modernization and things like that. Don't get me wrong, Jared. I, you, know, you know how I love those areas. But I thought that the customer experience, given the executive order that the Biden administration, the president signed, and Biden administration really put out a lot of efforts around it, the 35 high service impact providers across the government that they're really focusing on, so I thought that the customer experience side was was interesting. Uh, obviously, they talk about different things that they want to do, but there's actually, and I haven't seen this before, but there are about six or seven agencies, Homeland Security, Interior, Labor, HHS, Agriculture, VA, need department-level CX action plans, which I was surprised by because everybody has CX action plans from a program programmatic perspective, but these agencies are really looking across the entire agency, and that's actually going to be due soon, and then how to fund that in 2024. So I think that was that's one thing that stood out to me. The, the other thing that stood out to me is, is the prioritization around customer experience, actions, and investments. And again, OMB outlined them in four specific areas. None of them is very surprising, but the fact is they're, they're really trying to reinforce the agencies. You need to be have human-centered design research, improve these designated services, uh, you know, focus on the life experiences that OMB rolled out in 2022. And so I think that there's a lot there that really is driving agencies in a specific direction. And that's exactly what you expect from budget documents to do. This one, I think, uh, given the length and, and the specificity, I think is really an important piece to, to really show where agencies or at least where the administration wants agencies to go over the next year and a half or two years. Yeah, and this focus on CX, it, it seems like this is no longer just a wonky thing that, that DDM folks and OMB think about. It, it's it's a big focus for Congress, or at least an increasing focus for Congress lately, it seems like. I mean, the, the, the latest example of that is the reconciliation bill that really paid a lot of attention to CX and the IRS as part of the giant funding boost they just got. What, what are you seeing on Capitol Hill when it comes to the, the CX push? I think Congress actually understands customer experience. They understand this idea that, hey, the government should serve its citizens better. And we always hear this, the idea of, oh, well, they got to be more like Netflix or got to be more like this company or that company. And I think that that resonates with a lot of members of Congress. Jared, at the recent FITARA 14 hearing, Federal IT Acquisition Reform Act, that was a couple of weeks ago now, uh, Ro Khanna, the congressman from California, brought up this idea of, and he asked the panelists, a bunch of uh, agency CIOs, if a federal CX officer, so I guess you call it a CXO in some ways, would help promote and or better enable agencies to execute the laws, specifically he's thinking about the 21st Century IDEA Act, which really focuses on better customer service, better services among online, online uh, capabilities among agencies. And what's interesting about this is there, nobody really wanted to come out and say, yes, I agree with that, because that's really something for Congress and the administration to, to debate. But I think there's a lot of interest from agencies who have named CX officers, and then they are saying, hey, we're seeing benefits from this. And I think that's where Ro Khanna is coming from. Hey, do we need a federal CX officer? Maybe that's something he's definitely considering. 
All right, Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks very much. Always a pleasure, Jared. And you can read more in this week's edition of The Reporter's Notebook at federalnewsnetwork.com. Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.